Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you guys once again for joining the Nine Innings Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of Nine Innings Capital Group. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, subscribe to this channel. As I always say, go and get my book, MLB to CFP, live on Apple Books. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out at 9innings at 9icapgroup.com. Send us your questions or go to the website at www.9innescapitalgroup.com. Schedule an appointment. As you know, we're here to do what? Educate, empower, and engage. And today we're here to educate you. But before we educate you, go to our podcast stations, podcasts all around, our podcast on the iTunes, iTunes, we have Amazon, we have Spotify, we have you name it. Anywhere podcasts are found, you can go to the Nine Innings Podcast and subscribe to those channels. Go to the YouTube station and subscribe to the channel. And thank you guys for being loyal subscribers and listeners because we have just surpassed 100 subscribers. So thank you guys for that. Does the Fed owe us an apology? Does the Fed owe us a mea culpa? Let's get it. So I'm an NFL fan, right? Most of us are here in America. It's one of the best top rated television programs on any given day uh, on, a, on a Monday or a Thursday or a Sunday, Sunday. Those are the top rated programs th- those even th- most evenings. So with that being said, just like the NFL has overcorrected on some of their issues, the Fed may be overcorrecting on their issues. And the reason why I'm using the Fed and the NFL in the same context to kind of uh, like an analogy, much like the NFL has overcorrected with roughing the passer. We can all agree on that. We've seen so many terrible calls of the past couple of weeks that, oh, you 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 threw the quarterback down too hard. That's a 15-yard penalty. We're giving the ball back to the team that you just sacked. That's going to eventually cost somebody a game in a playoff game, which is going to be a problem, going to be a problem. Trust me. But much like they've overcorrected on their issues, especially with the concussion protocol, we know what just happened and, 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 and we hope the players are okay. But at the end of the day, overcorrecting is not the right answer as well. So with that being said, just like the NFL, the federal reserve has overcorrected as well. Let's put this in some context. The Federal Reserve back in 2020 had rates near the zero balance. In 2021, had rates near, uh, near the zero bound. So as we came out of the quote-unquote pandemic, rates were still not rising. Why? Because they wanted to make sure the economy was on good footing before they started to raise rates. But here's the thing that that most of us don't understand as as, uh, advisors or if you have an economics background and all of those things. Well, if economies around the world are shutting shutting down, including the United States, by the way, we know that supply is going to do what? It's going to come down. And if you're stimulating the economy by keeping rates really, really low and putting money into people's pockets, demand is going to remain relatively high. Not, not extremely high because people don't, aren't demanding the same goods and services, but demand will still remain the same in regards to, hey, 
everyday goods and services, the needs that people are people have, they will want to get those taken care of. And we're stimulating the economy by putting money in people's pockets. So everyone can see inflation coming, but the rate of inflation they could not see coming. And the future rates on the, the, the Federal Reserve were predicting were far, far lower than where rates are today. So I want to kind of take give this some context and give you guys a little bit of clarity on where I'm coming from. So what you're seeing right now is the Fed and interest rates. The Federal Open Market, the Open Market Committee, which is basically sets rates, which is going to be in the blue diamond shapes. As you can see here, 4.4% year in. The futures market that we can see on the Bloomberg on our Bloomberg terminal is saying that 140 basis points is being priced in the markets at this present time. So if we're roughly around 3.13, 3. whatever that, that, that mark is, another 75, another 75 will put us where? I should have done this before the call. So, so we're pricing another 75 and another 50 plus a 3.13. Yeah. So, so what the, what the market is expecting is another 75 basis points with another 50 basis points and a possibly another, what was that a 25? So the idea is the market is, is expecting another 75 basis points and another 50 basis points to get us from 3.13. That gets us to 4.38 by the end of the year. And as you can see, the green line represents what our market expectation is versus what the Fed, Federal Open Market Committee or the Fed's interest rate policy is. We're, we're roughly about the same there. But the point I'm gonna try to make here is this, the following year, is where we differentiate. As you can see here, the Fed is saying they're going to keep rates higher for longer. And we're expecting them not to do so. But why this is important is because if they do keep rates higher for longer, that means markets in themselves should be discounted a little bit further versus our expectation, which means that yeah, they're going to raise interest rates, but they're going to not raise. They're not going to raise them that much higher, and they're going to keep them there for quite some time. Or they may have to bring them down a little bit to combat the overall uh, slowing economy. Now, another thing is in 2024, as you can see, our expectations seem a little bit higher than the Fed's. The Fed's has a lower expectation on their interest rate at 3.9 versus ours at 4.06. So we think it's going to be a gradual decline on rates. Well, the Fed thinks it's going to be more of a quick, quicker decline on rates. And finally, the long-term rate on, which is the purple box there, the purple diamond of two and a half percent. We don't think that's feasible, to be brutally honest. What, what we also don't think is feasible is that when you look at where unemployment is and what their expectations are on employment, as you can see right here, 4.4, 4 .4, 4 .4 for 2023, 2024 seems to be 
something that we don't find is doable. With interest rates being as high as they are, with unemployment numbers that, that are likely to go higher, that number is going to be closer to five, most likely. And five, to be honest, is an incredibly good economy. If you look at other recessions, if you look at other times rates were starting to go, we're starting to reach levels of higher levels, unemployment was eight, nine percent. Now you're now you're we're talking about four percent on the unemployment rate, and that being an issue. No, no, no. We're saying we're thinking the rate's gonna be closer to five, maybe five and a half, which is not a bad deal. Because with a slowing economy comes slowing demand and less people needing to work. That's just the nature of the business. So the moral of this conversation is, does the Fed owe us an apology for getting this so, so wrong? No, they don't owe us an apology, but they do need to do better. They need to be a little bit better. And just like the NFL, just because you have a problem and you see the problem, you can solve the problem but don't overcorrect to solve that problem. And the, like, much like the NFL has overcorrected in solving their concussion protocol issues and solving the protection of the quarterback issues, the Federal Reserve is likely to overcorrect in solving their inflationary issues and being far too aggressive and taking us to a much harder landing. I hope that's not the case. Thank you guys for joining us. As I, as you know, we're here to do what? Educate, empower, and engage. This is not a political speech. This is not a uh, point of view speech. This is just a factual speech in regard to what? The Federal Reserve and what it's trying to accomplish in it, overcorrecting to the upside and bringing our economy at a stand, to a standstill and hoping for us not that not to happen because we know what? What do we know historically that the Federal Reserve has always done? They have always overcorrected. And if something is always true, then in, in the same sense, it's likely to happen again. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for being loyal listeners. Please, if you have any questions, contact 90s Capital Group at www.9EasCapitalGroup.com or send us an email at 90s at 9icapgroup.com. Listen to our podcast. Listen to our stations. Podcast available on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Pandora, SoundCloud, you name it. Thank you. Enjoy the day. See you next week.